Okay, everybody. So on today's segment of WTF Wednesday, I am going to be debunking this certain product called TC1 Gel. Now, TC1 Gel is a topical pre-workout cream um, that is, quote, specifically designed to enhance your workouts by improving your warm-up and recovery time. So what it is claiming to do is accelerate your recovery, right? And it's going to do that by increasing your body temperature, making you sweat more. So it is saying that you can rub this cream on your, quote, problem areas and feel the capsaicin go to work. Let me just make sure I'm pronouncing that correctly for you guys. Capsaicin, that is the correct term. So rub this cream on your body and feel the capsaicin go to work. That is what they are claiming is one of the main ingredients in this product that is going to help rid all of your problem areas by sweating. Now they also have waist trimmers and arm trimmers that can even furthermore improve your problem areas if you use the cream and the waist trimmer or arm trimmer um, in conjunction with the gel. So let's see how much it is. Um, So the waist trimmer in itself looks like, and they refer to it as a sweat belt, is about $29. Um, the workout gel in itself is $36.95. The arm trimmers are $32.97. Um, so, you know, they're also selling it in a bundle so that you get all of these things. The Oh, they also have thigh wraps. So they have thigh wraps, a belt, and the jar for $98.92. So it's about $100 um, if you want to buy all of those products as a bundle. Now, what the supplement, or I shouldn't say supplement, what the product is saying that it's going to do um, is it's going to rid all of your problem areas by rubbing this gel onto your body before your workouts. Now, I looked into what some of the ingredients in the product were, and although they are claiming that the capsaicin is what's going to be your magic fix, it's not listed as one of the top ingredients. You have to actually read through them, and there's a bunch of ingredients that I couldn't even pronounce, um, and that you might not be able to pronounce and sound like maybe they are going to help kickstart your fat loss, Um, but the capsaicin is what they are quote claiming is going to just give you those results that you want because you're going to feel this tingle and this burning um, coming from your body. So as I also researched more about what capsaicin is, right, it is the active component of chili peppers, right? So it is an irritant for humans as well because it produces a sensation of burning in any tissue that it comes to contact with. Um, so that is why people are claiming, oh my God, my skin was burning for hours. I was sweating so much, right? Because it's increasing your body temperature um, and it's giving you that bur- that burning sensation, right? In all of those problem areas that you're having and it's giving you that feeling like something is working, right? That has to be what, quote, fat burning feels like, right? So they are really taking that term, fat burning, to a whole new level. Now, 
when I also was reviewing their Facebook page, you were seeing videos of women using these products, right? Them dripping in sweat, them taking off these trimmers um, and seeing just the sweat come off their body and they're showing off their abs and they're showing off their sweat, right? And it's, once again, it's producing that feeling that you are going to be having to do something right because of the facts that you are burning in your troublesome areas. Now, because of the fact that it is a hot ingredient, right? And because of the, and because of the fact that it's going to increase your body temperature, yes, you are going to sweat more, right? Now, just because you are sweating does not mean you are losing body fat. We can literally sweat by doing anything when you really, really think about it. We can sweat in our sleep. We can sweat walking to the mailbox. Does that mean that we're just burning all of this fat just because we're sweating? No, that is producing a feeling in hopes of an end result. So when you are sweating a lot, you are losing body weight through water, not actual body fat. It's, quote, easy to manipulate body weight, but it's not easy to manipulate body fat because all you have to do is sweat a lot. All you have to do is put lots of layers on and go run around a bunch and you're going to be sweating, right? It's very, very easy to manipulate weight. And you can see that day to day in your scale weight. And that's why when women weigh themselves every single day, right, and they might see a fluctuation in their scale weight, that is why, because there are so many different factors that go into scale weight and it is not as easy to lose body fat. So what's going to happen is say you use this product and you, you know, you sweat a ton and then you weigh yourself the next day and the scale is down. Well, guess what? You're probably a bit dehydrated from the night before or from your workout. The second you start drinking more water, eating food, any types of fluids going about your day to day, that scale is going to go right back up because you didn't actually lose body fat. Um, so this was a product that I recently just found it, was, it came up as an ad on my Facebook page. And as I started to review this type of product, I started getting all of these other types of products that are similar that are now like flooding my Facebook page. Um, so I like have to see it every single time I go on Facebook. But if it allows me to spread the word that you do not need these products, please do not waste your money on these products. Please do not waste your money on products that are you know, not super, super high of an investment, right? Because I was actually reading through some of these comments on the, on the Facebook page and women were saying like, oh, I'm going to try it. Like if anything, I'm down 35 bucks. Like I still don't want to waste $35, right? I would rather still invest my money into something that I know is going to give me a better end result, right? By me having to put the work in and by me having to do things that are actually true, that aren't too good to be true versus just spreading a cream all over my body. And it made me really sad going through some of these comments and seeing how s these people really, really believe this. And it wasn't that long ago that I believed in these things as well. I thought that drinking dandelion root in excess and taking dandelion root pills was going to make me um, lose so much more weight and was going to allow me to lose body fat and look differently. I also used to take thermogenics 
through a supplement company called Shreds, which was very popular in like 2013. I think they're still around. Um, and I was taking these and all I remember is that it, they would make my heart just beat super, super fast, right? So if my heart is beating super fast and I'm sweating more, I have to be burning fat, right? No, I remember spending like $60 on that supplement, right? At that time. And it wasn't that long ago that I thought that I needed these things too. And that is why I have this segment on my podcast so that all of you out there know what is true, what is not what is valid, what's actually going to give you the results that you want, right? Versus literally what is just a gimmick, literally what is just going to give you all of these false promises Um, because you don't deserve to have to go through that. You don't deserve to have to waste your money on a stupid product. Um, Choose to be an educated consumer. Choose to invest your money if you are wanting to invest into something to help you on your weight loss goal, right? Make sure that it's valid. Do your research listen to my podcast, right? Whatever it is, it's going to help you. Um, but do not buy this TC1 gel product. Uh, it's not going to help you. This is the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Julia Feliciano. I'm a health and fitness coach and entrepreneur whose passion to help you find balance on your fitness journey so that you can stop falling off track on your weight loss goal stemmed from my own eating disorder triggered by myths in the health and fitness industry. You know, things like don't eat past 7 p.m., carbs are going to make you fat, and you must slave away on an elliptical to lose weight. In this podcast, I debunk fitness and nutrition myths with both brains and sass so that you can finally have a sustainable relationship with fitness, so that you can finally lose weight and keep it off. So that you can stop freaking out if your chicken is fried or grilled and stop saying no to social events because you're on a diet. So that you can finally see the beauty in your physical strength through lifting. So that you can finally have the confidence in your life to be the woman that you really want to be. Now let's get into today's episode. So everybody, in today's podcast episode, we're going to backtrack a little bit. And now I know I mentioned that we were going to be talking about can I lose body fat and gain muscle at the same time? Now that is a topic that I am definitely going to talk about, but I was feeling more pulled to go into more detail about that note that I found that I wrote to myself in 2014, because I feel like, yeah, that topic of losing body fat and gaining muscle is something that people need to learn and want to learn. It is something that I know someone out there is struggling with. But when I am feeling a bit more called to talk about something a little bit more raw, a little bit more personal, right, maybe not so scripted, those are the podcast episodes that I feel like I am helping you on a deeper level. And being able to help you on a deeper level is why I do what I do. And I'm going to share with you what I wrote to myself on June 14th, 2014 at 7.22 p.m. Now, I must have emailed this to myself. It must have been a really, really hard day for me. And now what it looks like I was doing was kind of talking a bit more about my story and what started my whole weight loss journey. And I'm going to read 
everything to you guys. Now, if you are familiar with my story, this is going to be a recap. It's going to be directly my words, directly my struggles from this time of my life, right? Six years ago, where I remember feeling this way so strongly. I remember feeling like it was yesterday. And now if you are struggling right now with losing weight and struggling with feeling comfortable in your body and you are struggling thinking that you are going to feel this way forever, I promise you that it's not going to be easy and it's going to take some time, right? But that you're going to be on the other side of that just like I am right now. And you're going to look back maybe at a picture of yourself or something that you've wrote to yourself and you're going to know how far you've come and you're going to be grateful and you're not going to forget the struggles that you had but you're going to be able to use them for helping another woman out there one day I promise you because you were able to help yourself so I'm going to read exactly what I wrote And like I said, it is going to be a little bit of a recap if you are familiar with my story, but it's interesting to see kind of how I spoke about my story six years ago, right? I didn't know what was ahead of me and where I would be six years later, right? So here we go. Three years ago in the summer of 2011, simply out of curiosity, I weighed myself. I was 165 pounds after my sophomore year of college, where my diet consisted of four locos and chicken nuggets dipped in hot sauce and ranch dressing. A friend of mine had a gym membership, and I went with her as a guest to have fun and small hopes of just dropping a few pounds, as that number on the scale startled me a bit. I started losing weight in a healthy way, cardio, playing around with machines, and watching what I ate. I developed a strong enjoyment for fitness and picked it up as a minor in school. My hobby continued and I enjoyed learning about training at school. I even got a job as a fitness trainer the following summer and enjoyed every minute of it. The fall of my senior year is when I noticed my thoughts about food became disordered. I also was having serious issues with my boyfriend, which led to emotional eating and occasional purging. I was alarmed and started talking with a counselor who classified me with Ednos, eating disorder not otherwise specified. I continued my hobby and my passion furthered, but deep down my disorder thoughts also deepened slowly. Extreme guilt would follow certain meals. I never felt happy in my own skin. I developed the love of lifting and idolized women with muscles. I wanted that look and started noticing muscular changes with myself. Occasional purging continued, emotional eating following guilt. I continued to work out hard, but my diet didn't represent that. To this date, I probably purged two to three months ago. I feel extreme guilt after meals I consider bad and emotionally binge eat one to two times a week. What is my problem? The girl who weighed herself out of curiosity and went to the gym to have fun with a friend developed such disordered thoughts that I've cried after eating french fries or a black and white cookie. I must remember what this journey has given me, a passion, a desire, and the hopes to make myself a happy, healthier girl. I will get past my disordered thoughts. I will no longer fall victim to them. 
So this was straight from the mouth of me in 2014. And you can hear in what I was expressing that I was struggling, but I was talking about my story in a way to motivate myself to no longer have to feel that way anymore, right? I was saying, I'm going to get past this. And looking back and reading that and reflecting on it, she did. You did, Julie. You got over that. You you overcame it. You were stronger than you realized in that moment. You are going to become so much stronger than you ever could possibly imagine. You're not going to cry after eating a cookie one day. And you're going to actually enjoy them and not call them bad. Right? So I wanted to share that with you all so that you know that there is hope on the other side. And now whatever current story you are going through, right, on your weight loss journey right now, it does not mean that you are going to have those struggles in the future. And it's going to come with opening your mind to doing new things to help get you out of those struggles that you are going through and now for me what saved me was learning about flexible dieting and learning about macros and learning how many calories per day i really needed that stopped my binge eating that stopped my emotional eating that stopped my struggles with my body because i no longer felt so out of control around food when i was able to learn that i could have a cookie and still lose weight and that i could have a cookie and still be healthy and not call it bad, right? So it took me needing to do something completely different and new to completely change my habits and my mindset surrounding food, my workouts, and my struggles. And it wasn't easy at first, right? My experience in starting flexible dieting and learning about macros as any starting new thing you will experience, right? It was overwhelming. It was confusing. I got frustrated, right? There was math involved. I suck at math. I didn't want to have to do that, right? But I chose my heart and I chose being in a little bit of discomfort, learning about calories and about macros and more details into the science behind nutrition, right? And the science behind how our bodies operate. It took me learning that type of hard and me choosing that hard versus choosing the hard of binge eating every day, struggling with my body, quote, not feeling comfortable in my skin. I chose my hard and you can choose your hard. You are in control of what you choose every single day. And now I know that the struggles that you're going through are comfortable, right? I know that it's scary to have to do something different. It's all you know and there's comfort in that. But I promise you, with one thought, with one step, with one foot forward, you don't have to continue to experience that same story that is keeping you stuck. And I wish I could go back to that 2014 Julia and give her a fucking hug (laughs) and say, it's gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. It will be okay. Your body will be okay. 
You're going to go through a shit ton, but you're going to be okay. And you're going to be grateful and you're going to be empowered and you're not going to recognize yourself in six years. And I wish I could go back and tell her that. Right? So what is something that you wish that right now you could go back and tell yourself? Right? What is something that you want to tell yourself five years from now? What is something that is going to make you want to be the best version of yourself possible? What is your why? And my why for wanting to end all of those struggles was I just wanted to feel normal. I didn't want to have to cry after having a cookie. I wanted to go out to lunch with my mom and not have to be so fixated on what I was allowed to eat on my weight loss goal and what I wasn't allowed to eat on my weight loss goal. I just wanted to go out to lunch with my mom and go shopping and be mentally present and enjoy the day, right? I didn't want to have to hide food under my car anymore, right, under the seat of my car that I binged on, spraying Lysol to get the Wendy's smell out. I didn't want to have to do that anymore. What is something that you don't want to have to do anymore? You can do that. You just have to believe in yourself and you have to be so fed up with your current story and be willing to make that change that you need. You can't wake up and be okay with it anymore. And if you're finding like, yeah, she's freaking talking to me right now. She's so right. I'm going to start doing this, right? But if you're there and you're listening to this and you're still not feeling compelled to make a change, it's because of the fact that your current story is not impelling you enough to make that change that you really want and that it's just not a priority for you right now. And understanding when something is a priority for you and when it's not, that is where the success will come from. It was my priority to get better. It was my priority to stop hating my body. It was my priority to get out of my weight loss struggles. It was my priority to stop binge eating. I didn't realize it, right? But every single time I decided to learn more and educate myself on calories on macronutrients on flexible dieting on the right way to work out right every time i chose to learn about things like that that's when i was making myself a priority even with that small thing that i was doing you listening to this podcast episode right now if you're driving if you're at the gym if you're just at home right that's you deciding to make yourself a priority because Podcasts are basically a way for someone to have a self-development type of help, right? Self-help. That is you making yourself a priority. And it doesn't have to just be in podcasts, right? It can be deciding that today you're not going to binge eat because your priority is understanding and eating enough food to give you enough energy for the day and managing the emotions that you're feeling right versus masking them with binge eating and owning what it is that you're feeling right that's the priorities that i'm talking about and that is the priority that you need to have for yourself when you are feeling called 
to up level and when you are feeling ready to do so but ready is a lie because we're never going to be fully ready to do anything I wasn't completely ready to let go of binge eating. I wasn't completely ready to stop hating my body, right? I wasn't completely ready to let go of all the insecurity I had around my body and the comparison to other women. I wasn't ready to do that. I just chose my heart. And that is something that you are also capable of doing. You are capable of more than what it is that you are currently experiencing. And I hope you leave this podcast episode today and you learn one thing and you apply it to your day. Whatever it is that I talked about today, I hope that you apply it to your day. Share it with me. DM me. Let me know. Hold yourself accountable. Apply it and see how the rest of your day goes. And let me know how you feel afterwards let me know what hard you decided to choose so thank you for tuning in to today's podcast episode let me know if you have any suggestions moving forward on something that you would like for me to talk about leave the podcast a five-star review on itunes share it with your friends share it with your family share it with someone who you think needs to hear what it is that i talked about today to help them right? And let me know if there is anything I can ever do to give back to you, my podcast listeners, right? The women who have reached out to me and have said, thank you for making this episode. Thank you for having a podcast. Produce more episodes, right? Your podcast has completely changed my life, my mindset, my workouts, my weight loss goal. So that is my way of giving back to you, when you are able to share with other people how this podcast has helped you. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning into today's podcast episode. Choose your hard, let me know, and I will see you guys in the next one. Have a great day.